0: This is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby, And today we're talking about my favorite subject.
1: Not my favorite subject.
0: It's actually Garrett's favorite subject in the world. Mm, Um, Don't listen to him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's lying. Because we're talking about Taylor Swift today. Yay. Yay! Wow, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um... So, I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of a bias warning from me. Tremendous. This is something I care about deeply. I love her music. I love her albums. I keep up with her uh, regularly. And so, my information is going to come from the perspective of a student whose algorithm is super turned towards Taylor Swift. I've also been following this for three years now. Wow. So, like, ever since quarantine hit. I have Lots of thoughts on this. This is a macro level look at what Taylor Swift has been up to since her lover tour was canceled in 2020. And she kind of like went underground and then immediately popped back up and was doing all sorts of like crazy cool things all the time.
1: Yes. So just for fair warning, everybody, my ability to speak on this comes from the perspective of knowing Probably between five and ten Taylor Swift songs at You're all. That might be highball also. Yeah. That, it might actually be kind of a high
0: number. You're officially a bad person. I'm I don't know, you sorry know. that that's the case. So basically what we're saying from this one is you will learn three things and hopefully be entertained for the whole 20 minutes. <laughs> that's that's the takeaway. <laughs> Wait, or. why three? Uh, I don't know because that's what I said. I bet
1: I have something that you do not have. I don't think so. I bet I have one thing. Like I really don't think so. I bet I do. Okay. There's okay. one thing that I found that I thought was interesting that I bothered writing down. You're the worst. Something that doesn't about count. That I was like, hmm. I can
0: probably find it on social media. Okay, Maybe. Anyway, I'm going to start. So quarantine hits and Taylor Swift has a tour that's going on. It's her lover tour for her album entitled <laughs> Lover. Um, Shocker. And people, it was called Loverfest, the yes. tour that was canceled and everyone was real bummed. Well, um, hold I on. Didn't,
1: Qu- wait. So was it a tour or was it? Do you have any details about the nature of this tour? It was a tour. It wasn't exactly a tour. It was, except that they were trying to set it up a little bit differently to where she was essentially just playing music festivals. And whenever there wasn't a music festival, they invented their own.
0: Oh, okay. I believe that. So it's a little bit different. It didn't really come into fruition, though. So it doesn't really matter. Um,
1: It was a new concept.
0: It was a bummer for all the Swifties out there. And so quarantine hits, everyone's sad. And all of a sudden, Miss Swift just starts putting out albums like a lot of them she put out folklore and evermore and everyone was like how are we getting two albums in one year um and during quarantine at that um did they come out in 2020 or 2021 2020 okay i thought so um all of that is just my knowledge though so i can't even say i got that from social media um in the midst of those two albums that's
1: a lie well well actually no yep strike that reverse it we're good folklore and Evermore were 2020 okay great lover was 2019
0: yes i did know that um My bad. So she's putting out a lot. And then all of a sudden, she starts announcing that she's going to be doing re-records. And everyone's like, what's a re-record? What does that mean? And the concept of these re-records, if you don't know, is that these are albums that were recorded when she had a manager. His name was Scooter. I don't know his last name. <laughs> um, he is... That's the important part. It, what's important is that he's the worst. And that apparently Well, he and that was his name like, was Scooter. Well, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Can you trust a man named Scooter? I wouldn't trust a man named Scooter. Could
1: you trust a child
0: named Scooter? I wouldn't trust a single... <laughs> I wouldn't trust a dog named Scooter. I don't like that name. That's no offense. funny your dog name. Scooter. name. Um, so he's a scumbag. And that's all I really know is that he was like not valuing her um, her music the way that she wanted to be valued. She didn't have a lot of creative freedom like, over her own projects. It's like
1: being named Bicycle.
0: No, it's not. Scooter, we And we're, we're moving on from the scooter point, Garrett. Skateboard. We're done. This is we're my son's skateboard. And so she obviously separates from Scooter. She writes this. They weren't dating. Um, separates from him financially. <laughs> um, and writes Reputation um, under... Well, no, actually. He still had Reputation, believe it or not. Lover is her first independent album. Um, and so that's why it was a big deal. And then she said... She announces that she's going to be re-recording the albums that she put out while she was under the jurisdiction of Scooter. And so everyone's all excited. Her first re-record was Fearless, which came out in 2021. And it was awesome. I remember listening to it. And then she put out a second re-record, which was for her album Red. And the next one will be Speak Now, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, After both of those re-records were released, she put out Midnight's, which the concept for that is that these are songs that she wrote at midnight. But the cool thing about the album is that you can tell from what era in her life the songs are from. So like certain songs, you can listen to it and you could figure out which album, like what time of her life she wrote that I have song. a question. Yes.
1: So she claims that the whole album were songs that she wrote at midnight. Not actually. What is the frame of time? Like like five minutes before and after? Ugh, the minute? The worst.
0: Uh, it's like when you have a sleepless night. That's the idea. It's okay. like when you can't sleep and you're writing tracks. Um, another fun thing about these re-records is that they came with vault tracks, which were tracks that fans all knew about already but they weren't released. And so those tracks that originally had to be cut from the albums either for time or like scooter was being the worst and saying she couldn't put it out. She was now able to put out and people love the vault tracks. Cool. Um, she also put out a short film all too well. The 10 minute version came with a film and it was beautiful. She's been putting out a ton of music videos as well recently. Um, which we actually, we didn't get any music videos during quarantine. Obviously I don't think we got any music videos for lover. Um, I can't even think of – I'm almost positive Red was the last time I saw a Taylor Swift music video. I'm sure they existed after that, and I just missed them. Um, but in these music videos, the fun thing about them is that she puts out all these little hints and clues and Easter eggs. Her vehicle for putting out little hints and clues before it used to be her albums, her physical albums. They used to have um, – the lyrics printed and then certain letters would be capitalized and you would write them down on a piece of paper and there'd be some sort of sentence or phrase or name or whatever it was um, that like had some sort of something to do with the song was a little Easter egg hint clue her being creative. And then when the, with the onset of her like being very involved, well, she's always been involved with social media. She's always been a big Tumblr girl. Um, But with her, like really taking advantage of quarantine and people not really being into physical albums as much anymore. She started to post more things um, on her social media. She started to communicate with people through liking different tweets and putting little Easter eggs in her music videos. So the reason I said that the next re-record is Speak Now is because all of her music videos have been alluding to different Speak Now um, motifs or ideas or like outfits she wore during the Speak Now era. Um, She posts a lot of purple just her speak now color. Mm, I do know that. Okay, good. Um, so she's everybody's up in a tizzy. I will say one downside of social media is that eighty percent of the time, the Easter eggs that get unveiled are useless and don't come into anything. So people are like, "I'm gonna read you one that made me giggle," um, because oh, I'm ready. It was so far fetched. I love it. Um, it said <laughs> last year in May, Taylor Swift has been liking multiple TikToks. May twenty sixth is Cher- National Cherry Dessert Day what may 26th is thursday where five plus two plus six equals 13 wait and 13 is her big number what so people think that she was going to put something out on may 26th of 2022 i have a question because the numbers all add to 13 and 13 is her number
1: what does that have to do with national cherry dessert day um is that what you said National yes cherry there's day? a
0: lyric in one of her songs where she says cherry lips crystal skies oh i do know that and she also used to wear like really bright red lipstick and i guess she's been liking tiktoks about the cherry day
1: well what are the best cherry desserts though that we should be selling i mean cherry pie obviously pie. is great i think it's only pie but is there what are the other cherry desserts
0: what i don't know
1: hold on okay you are continue you to talk and okay, i'm gonna look, look up, up cherry this. desserts because i feel like this is important
0: okay we'll do that um i will say like I was saying, though, the conspiracy theories are usually garbage, like total garbage. Um, but I like engaging with them because people will say things like she's putting out two albums on Friday because one plus three equals four and four plus nine equals 13. And 13 is her lucky number. <laughs> and then nothing happens. And we all just like move on as if nothing happened. Like nobody's ever like you were wrong. It's just like, OK, move on. You know,
1: I forgot about Cherry Cobbler. Oh, <sighs> I love Cherry Cobbler.
0: Carrot, please focus on Taylor Swift. I'm trying. I'm begging. OK, so into oh and she also got into a little bit of hot water recently a because apparently she has a private jet shocker whoa she's an extremely rich woman with a pri- private jet oh yeah um and her Ticketmaster debacle was a big thing because like everybody wanted tickets to this tour and she knows that she's super popular but Ticketmaster was crashing and people weren't getting tickets and people were really upset about it that she didn't have a better system or wasn't opening up more venues or traveling more um
1: and when is this for
0: this is for her eras tour okay that's coming out gotcha. in this year and beyond yes because
1: um, there was a very interesting not really a debacle so much as something that as somebody that's not a taylor swift fan that happened with the tickets with the lover tour that made me scratch my head
0: i would be interesting to, interested to hear about that um i will i'm going to put in two little conspiracy theories that i think are interesting and then i will let you take the reins sounds sure good? first of all the major conspiracy theory is that she's married and that might not even be a conspiracy theory because it might be true. Mm-hmm. She, her boyfriend, fiance, husband, something. Joe, his last name I think is Alwyn. Yes. Um, I don't really care. I just know he's a British movie star, and they met at the Met Gala. If you want to hear more more about that, I do know a lot about that. Um, we'll get back to that because I have
1: something to say about Joe also.
0: Awesome. That's like a lot of what her Reputation album is about. Is like that's about Joe. Is about like her kind of cheating on people on the low Woo. to be with Joe. Um and the way that they met and all of those things and her being in love with him and all those things. It's awesome. On the flip side, that's just a little conspiracy theory that she got married, didn't tell anybody. It's a little secret mm. for her and Joe
1: Well can I tell you the answer to that? Is it No one knows. There is this nothing literally nobody knows whether she's married excellent. or not. But I can tell you there's some very interesting uh even among kind of the research that I did some basically different theories to try to explain what what's whether she's married or not
0: okay good I'm gl- I'm excited to hear about that um, because I'm interested in some sort of concrete answer the final one conspiracy theory that uh, maybe you ran into this one is that Taylor Swift is gay uh, um, <laughs> and that she and that Joe is simply um, a, a cover-up <laughs> yes, for her it's relationship with Carly Kloss Whoa. Um, her and Carly Kloss were dear friends for a while and then they I guess they really aren't anymore. Um, she also is accused, accused, she also is thought of to have had a relationship with Diana Agron um, because they had a a big trip. And there's a song called Wonderland that people think is about her. Oh my. And every time there's any sort of lyric that comes out, it is analyzed um, to have some sort of uh, homosexual undertones or overtones. Um, and a lot of people are really... It's called the gay lore. Hmm. Um, yes. Well,
1: current culture trained. is trying to make everyone gay, including Abraham Lincoln, oh, which is well an maybe, interesting thing. Maybe but, he was. Um, mm, but I will say... Not.
0: <laughs> Taylor Swift has come out and said that these things make her uncomfortable and that people should just respect her relationship with Joe. Um, but people don't care. People Ooh. say, buzz off, you're gay. Um, and <laughs> continue with these conspiracy it's theories. It's her life, and they're telling her to buzz no, off. No, literally. Um, and she, to me, seems like painfully straight like millennial um
1: painfully straight
0: just like really millennial i can't like some people have those little hints of like fun irony or sparkle or you know (laughs) some some hints of the lgbtq community and while she's been very clear that she is an ally um i do not see her as somebody who is gay just in vibe but maybe i'm wrong i don't know it's a conspiracy theory for a reason because what if it's true and we're all wrong you know Um, I just want to say that this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsbee. And we're currently unpacking the lore, or at least the surface of the lore, behind Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Garrett.
1: So, I want to talk about the tickets thing first, because it's kind of interesting. Back in 2019, when the Lover Tour was canceled, um, initially, you know, all these people spent gobs of money on tickets to go see Taylor Swift, right? And... There was refunds offered, but very few people took them because they thought that the, originally they were like, oh, the tour is going to be rescheduled. And that was the plan. And then eventually Taylor Swift comes out and is like, hey, guys, tour is not going to be rescheduled. It's canceled. And so a lot of people wound up getting stuck with their ticket unrefundable. Um, be, and it didn't seem like people were mad about it, though. From what I from what I researched, it sounded like people were like, oh, yes, I have this you know i have this ticket that would have let me see taylor swift except not
0: i think it's more of Um, a like they don't want to be mad at her because they know it's not really her fault yeah but uh, but people were mad people are still mad about loverfest if
1: i spent 500 bucks on a concert ticket and then didn't get a refund because like i'd be upset anyway but that's just me um so yeah that's that's kind of an interesting thing are you ready for my one thing that i bet you don't know happened sure but for taylor swift in the last three years yes i'm ready taylor swift had upon her conferred an honorary doctorate degree from the university of new york you did know this
0: this. she gave the commencement speech at nyu and they made her they gave her the degree i did know this because i watched the commencement speech on instagram
1: nice um thank you social media most expensive commencement tickets that have ever been sold that's not true yeah
0: Wait, they sell tickets to commencement?
1: For extra people. Like, people that are graduating. um, Get to go for free. Get to go for free. And they get one, like, extra person. But they actually sold tickets to come see Taylor Swift speak. Anyways, she is now, has an honorary doctorate in the arts. And I would like to read to you a direct quote from her commencement speech. Her advice is, no matter how hard you try to avoid being cringe, you will look back on your life and cringe Mm -hmm. retrospectively. Even the term cringe might someday be deemed cringe.
0: Yeah, said. no, I love that part.
1: Um, which I think is hilarious. Anyway, uh, her speculation is that she was asked to give the commencement speech because it's the class of 2022 and she has a song called 22. She thought that Classic. she's like, oh, yeah, that's probably, you know, it just all fits.
0: Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah, anyways, we should do an episode on honorary doctorate. Well, no, we shouldn't. But anyway, I just think it's stupid. Um, okay, Cool. A little fun kind of historic, not historic fact, but this this would have been historic had it happened. Um, Taylor Swift would have been the very first woman to open an NFL stadium had she done the Lover Tour. Oh. Uh, so that still hasn't happened because that tour was canceled.
0: Bummer. Yeah,
1: big time bummer. Um, let's see, what else did we say we want to talk about? We want to talk about Joe, right? Yeah. At least a little bit. Okay, it's pretty ambiguous to mm-hmm. see what happened, but... Uh, Like whether they're married or not, but okay, here's, here's a few fun little, uh, like things that people would say is, um, there was uh, some footage of her coming out of a building with her hand, like her left hand, like in her coat pocket. And people were like, oh, she's trying to hide a ring. You know, he just proposed to her. And, um, first of all, it was winter. And sometimes people put their oh. hands in their pockets in the winter. See, this
0: is what I'm talking about uh. with like Taylor Swift's fans. They're very much like looking at the smallest possible detail to confirm what they already think is true about her. Nobody's like, people just want her to be putting out an album every Friday. Yeah. Every time there's some sort of date that can be at all linked back to thirteen or some sort of like important date for her, they're going to say she's releasing an album. And when it doesn't happen, they're not mad. Like, nobody would be mad if they found out that she's not married, I feel like. Probably not. I just feel like people would be like, okay, well, she'll be married soon. And they'll they'll keep looking for ways that she is.
1: My personal guess, like, if I'm just going to kind of go gut reaction, I think they're probably married. They've been together for six years. And also the whole point um, in things she said and in things Joe has said about their relationship is like, They're intentionally keeping it out of the public eye so that nobody knows. And they've been asked over and over, are you married? Are you engaged? And the way that they answer is genius, like to be evasive. You know, every time they ask, somebody asks Joe, he's like, well, if we were, I wouldn't tell you. And if we weren't, I wouldn't tell you that either. And I think that's pretty fair. You know, to me, I'm like good on them. That actually gave me a lot more respect for Taylor Swift as a person. It's like. Yeah, good on you. You want to have a relationship out of the public eye. And I mean, she
0: had so many in the public eye. Yes. Everybody called her things I'm not allowed to say on the radio. So, like, yes. I don't know. You can't really We know all anticipate. about the things
1: that you're not supposed to say on the radio now. Yeah. We, we went to a, a conference. We'll and... come
0: back. Well, anyway, um, that's not necessarily important. Um, but, yeah, I think a lot of... She knows that she's under a lot of speculation and she did it to herself by putting out all those little Easter eggs and like engaging with her fans and, and leaving clues every step of the way. Um, she also wrote a song for the Where the Crawdads Sing movie, um, Caroline, that. that came out. That was kind of, a that movie? kind of a flop from what I heard. Um, I didn't like the song and I... Won't listen to it, so I take the, that as you will.
1: I know the book is supposed to be very good. Did you see the movie?
0: I liked the book a lot, and I didn't see the movie.
1: Okay, I've I've done neither.
0: Um, Delia Owens, I thought she had a nice prose style, but people don't really like her. That's okay. not really important. Anyways, um, but yeah, so she gets sidetracked. It's an important point to make that she has been very busy. She's been putting out. She's put out now five albums yes. since. 2020 that's three years and five albums that's an absurd amount of content
1: most artists do what like one every two years maybe one every year
0: no and and so that's crazy and and she's writing a lot she's very prolific she's she's not only doing music she's obviously receiving a doctorate and she's putting out music videos that she directs and she's putting out short films and
1: yep um, she's also in capital one commercials
0: she's in commercials like she's she's a really busy woman um and i think it's so interesting that she's putting out so much stuff um commercially because then we don't really know a lot about her personal life. We nope. don't know a lot about like what she does in private, and I think she does it on purpose. Uh, I think she absolutely. Keeps, I think she keeps the public um appetite satiated by putting out tons and tons of content so that they don't um obsess as much about her personal life.
1: Yes. Well, um, what I what I read was that when she met Joe, he has like a relatively normal life for a famous person. Okay. Um and after kind of observing that in him said, oh, I kind of want that too. Yeah. And so they that's what they've done with their relationship. And I think that's great.
0: Yeah. Good think, on Joe. Good for both of them. Yes. I love Taylor Swift. Are we ready to give social media a grade? I think we are. Okay. Three, two, one. Hey.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, feel like social it, media loves Taylor Swift know, and is going to tell us the truth about Taylor Swift. I
0: think a lot of it unfolds on social media because she, yeah. that's the platform she utilizes. It is. She's not interested in going to the press. Nope. She's not doing interviews and articles to like expose parts of her private life. Like She's not going on Vogue 73 questions. Like She nope. is interacting with people directly, if at all. Um, and a lot of it is kept private and a lot of it is kept a little bit of a secret. Um, but I think that's pretty cool and I really respect and admire that part of her life, especially because... I'm taking care of like I have a million songs to listen to <laughs> and so I don't need to like pry into the parts of her yes. life that I don't need to be there. With. I
1: think it's I think it's interesting though that it seems like over the course of us doing this show that the things that we can re- be the most reliant on social media on are those that are the most reliant on social media themselves. Like, yeah, for when sure. a, you know, when a source is kind of a social media type source, you can't really find good info on them other places.
0: Right. And there's not going to be like, and that's by design. It's when
1: there's mix, you know, when you have something that's portrayed in the news and on social media that it seems to get really skewed.
0: And I think I also want to reiterate that this episode is a little bit different because I've been following this for three years now. Um, And so the information is compounded over like the many years of me scrolling. Like it really, I have not read an article about her. Like this is truly me seeing things on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok and watching them and engaging with them. Um, But, I think it's safe to say that if a, a consumer wants to learn about Taylor Swift, social media is a good place for them to start and go. It's true. Right? Okay. Is that all we have? I think it is. Wow, what a successful episode. This has been The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Gary We'll talk to you next week.